views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everyone. Welcome. It's so great to be connecting with all of you. What a great show we've got planned for you. And boy, I'm just catching my breath after having Deborah Jacobs and uh, Archangel Michael on our show here. So thank you all for tuning in and thank you for calling in and phone lines were filled. So Deborah will be back. Uh, hello, Mr. Benny. A shout out to you today. Hey, Pat. Doing well. You can catching your breath. Uh, Devra was uh, fantastic. And those who are just tuning in, it's Devra with a V as in Victor, not B. So want to make the, make sure everyone understands and gets that clear. Yep. That's right. There you go. V R A. Oh yeah, forgot to do that. You know, I'm so used to knowing her as Devra that I just like slipped my mind right there, Benny. Oh my God, what another glorious day. And yeah, for those of you that do get our newsletter, you're absolutely right. That is the theme for the year. I did uh, I did give you an option to click on the picture and then just uh, sent a nice, um, what I thought was a powerful personal note to all of you and our appreciation and some of the information about what uh, we have planned for the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio and Transformation Radio uh, FM. All of the above is in service of people out in the world, people like you all that are wanting to live life full out, you know, wanting to have a life and be inspired and hear about tools or ways you can go about it. You know, what happens though in our lives when we feel called or pulled in a certain direction? Do we think that maybe a past life might have something to do with it? Many of the people I've chatted with have said to me, man, you must have had a past life that did A, B, C, and D. Well, before this radio show, I I think if you'd have said to me that you had a past life, I'd be thinking, man, you know, you are just a half a step away from being uh, locked up. But now I know a different point of view. Now I understand what this is all about, and I don't claim to be an expert about it. I am a student. And today, I love introducing all of you to Paula Bates. You know, now, what happens when you are someone that steps out in the world, like we heard from our our folks that have called in, and they want to go in a direction in their lives, you know, but what happens when you attend a Brian, a Brian Weiss uh, past life regression workshop? What happens? Well, I know what happened to me. I know what happens to a lot of people. But what happened to Paula Bates? How did her life change? 
And as a result of that change in the information that she was given, what did she do with that? Well, she wrote a fascinating novel, Atlantean Legacy. That's it. What does that mean? And how did she go from 2002? Boy, I'll tell you, I know what was going on in 2002 because all of us got shaken up around that time. 2002, that, by the way, that was the birth of crust busting for you guys out there. 2002, now we're in 2016. What happens when life or past lives gets a hold of you? Paula, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Oh, it's so great to be here. Thank you for having me. I am curious. I always love when I get connected with someone like 2002, right? Yes. Uh, I know what was going on with me. I was totally floundering in my life. Everything on the outside, you know, looked like I should be doing this. I should be doing that. You know, just finished school. And I was not there. I was just not there. I was stuck. Hence the birth of crust busting. What was your life like before you went to that workshop? Well, the workshop actually was in New York City. So (laughs) that was very important about that. Uh, I had lived in New York for the uh, year or so previous to 9-11. And because of various things that had come through with my family and my needs, we decided to move back to the Midwest. And we we moved in July of of uh, two thousand one. So we had just we just missed the nine eleven thing. And I had gone back to visit. I had many friends there, and I wanted to do this conference. So that's the the sets the stage for where my mind was. Being in New York City, everything had changed. It the, it was quiet. The People weren't honking. The horns weren't honking. It was just a whole different world there than it had been before I left. Yeah. Yeah. Completely different world, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. would say. Yeah. I mean, in ways that it's hard It's hard for, for you and I to kind of just step back for a minute and, and really look at it from that perspective. But it was a very different. I, too, went back to New York as well to do some interviews there it was very different what what how, what do you think that was about for you you know why do you think you were guided in one way or the other and how did that become symbolic for you know the next steps in your life well, one of the things i tried to do have tried to do for many years is to follow my inner guidance when we moved there initially i was following my inner guidance because I was from the Midwest. I didn't know much about New York. My husband got this uh, job at NYU. My kids actually wanted to move there. They were all excited. I said to the Spirit, I said, okay, if you want us to move, you give us an offer we can't refuse. And it came. And so we went. The kids, everybody was on board. So we went. But then as I was there, the energy started to change. And I was, I'm always tapping into these things uh, about what's happening here and what's happening there. And it started to shift. It was really weird. That's when that strange presidential election happened. And it, there was many odd things going on. And it started shifting. And things weren't working out in the realm that my husband was hoping it would in, in his job. And 
we, we all just decided it was best for us to leave. And I didn't want to leave, really. And it was a very heartrending thing for me to leave New York because I love New York. Yeah. I felt thrilled to be a New Yorker. But we left on that day in September. I knew why we had been directed to leave because we, we for our own mental health we needed not to be there right. and and it was it was it was really something uh, that um, still hits me in my heart right right yeah. now I can feel it yeah I can feel it I can feel it for you talking about it mm-hmm. you know um, and sometimes it's really difficult for us to kind of put things together and explain things and you know here we are you and I and I sent a personal message out in our newsletter uh, and even to this day you know we've been doing this for a number of years because I said to folks that I'm here today I dialed a wrong phone number and didn't hang up. I bought my first hour of airtime and not really understood how or why. Now, with you, you started to take some steps as well. You started to get some insights. You started to get some information and vision uh, uh, about you and who you are and your life that and your past lives that came to the forefront. Share with us a little bit, if you would, how that came to be. Well, I was at this, it was an Omega workshop, and Brian Weiss had one of his workshops there, so I chose to go to his. We He it regressed the whole group. I wasn't expecting anything. I was uh-huh. just having fun. And this lifetime came through, which just floored me. I had no idea that I had an Atlantean life. So I took that information because when it came through, it was so powerful. It, it hit me where I was tearing up, and I was shaking, and I had to do something with it, so I had to pursue it. So I, I, I spent, af- after that workshop, several years. I went to different past life regression therapists other than Brian Weiss. I went to Brian Weiss's workshop and our training session, too, as well. So I had all these pieces, and it started feeling more and more like I needed to write it out, but I didn't have the whole story. So I sat down and and started writing and allowed the information to come through, putting myself in a trance, uh, just allowing the story to come through. And it came through in this fictionalized version, which I just love. I think it's fun to read. Mm. So that's how that came about. Well, tell us about the book. I mean, you know, this is really, uh, all of us, uh, for whatever reason, have heard about Atlantis, right? And I know for myself, uh, I have been so absorbed, even early on as a child, with mythology and Atlantis being one aspect of that. But this is a fascinating story about Akana. I hope I said that right. uh, A priestess. uh, And this is really what was downloaded to you. Yeah. It was downloaded to you to talk about Atlantis, perhaps in this way. Did were you shocked and surprised? Tell us about the book. Yes, I was shocked and surprised as it started <laughs> coming through. But then I just lived it for a while. It was oh. I was totally immersed in it for a while, probably to the point where I was driving people around me crazy. I don't know, but I I, I loved the, the the feeling of it. 
um, I, the story itself, I think uh, one of the things that I feel like I was supposed to bring through was that message that we can learn from our mistakes. If we look at our past mistakes, we can shift them. One of the mistakes that I feel, in my opinion, was made in Atlantis, a huge mistake, was that people got away from their connection to source, to their own connection to source, and they, did, they weren't trusting anymore in that benevolence, and they allowed themselves uh, to get into a fear. So it became more fear-based, a fear-based society, and they gave away their some of their freedoms to external sources like the government in order in exchange for their safety. And I can see that sort of pattern um, playing out with our culture now yeah. as well, that we're not focusing on the love and that higher vibration, but falling into the lower vibrations of fear. Yes. Yes. We were just talking about this with Deborah. We're going to take a short break here, Paula. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Atlantean legacy. Uh, this is a book by Paula Bates. And how does this story, how does this journey, you know, represent or become almost, almost a parallel example of the world we're living today? What are the nuggets that we can glean from this? And, and how does each of us, how does each of us get to tap in to our own innate ability to bring forth messages of hope, to bring forth messages of action and empowerment? Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with my very special guest today, Paula Bates. <laughs> There are so many resources out there for meditation. But did you know that Atana's Heart Earth Healing Meditation is available for you for free? Yes, that's right. You can receive this free healing meditation today from Atana Badili. All you need to do is visit his website, atanamethod.com. That's A-T-A-A-N-A method.com and sign up. You will receive your free meditation instantly. That's atanamethod.com. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com or call 
866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Almost everyone at some time in their lives ask themselves, what am I? Most of our questions are ego-generated and simply don't address the problem of our false self. It's time to relax your ego and embody your soul. Dr. Dan Cohen, neurologist, inventor, and author, has created tools to awaken a new way to transform from who you thought you were into what you truly are. Visit toolstoawaken.com today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Paula Bates joining me here today. And we're talking about Atlantis today in this fabulous book that she has put together. And, you know, part of this is the journey, Paula, that we talked about, you know, where, um, you know, you are taking yourself out. You attend a past life regression workshop. From that workshop, information gets downloaded to you. It gets revealed to you. And as a result of that, you then take that information and share that information with the public in the book, The Atlantean Legacy. And, you know, when I sit and talk about it and say it within what, 15 seconds, it sounds easy, right? But there is so much, I believe, involved in the story and in the book. Um, I would love for you to talk about you know, what was it that called you to, one, go public with this? And how does this story, how do we fast forward to how this story in today's day and time is so relevant? Um, how I decided to go public with this is that I felt I had no other choice. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I've been following my path, and I follow spirit and I do what I feel like is put in front of me to do the next step. And each next step has taken me further and further along in this journey with these books to um, get them out there. It's just something I had to do or I would have imploded. I would have imploded. And to have the, the books out there where people can read them, I... I love that they gave it to me in the form of fiction because you can take so much any way you want. You can Some of it is going to affect people. Some people are going to say, ah, it didn't happen that way. And that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. What I'm wanting for everybody, what I'm hoping that people can do is, is to have some of their own memories triggered 
and to enjoy the parts that do feel and resonate with them, resonate truth, truthfully to them, because everybody's going to have their own vision, their own version of, of Atlantis, and that's one of the fun things. There's so many of us, and supposedly, I, I believe anyway, that uh, Atlantis was around for maybe 200,000 years. Wow. So, so many different memories and so many things could have been, can be triggered with people. Wow. You know, that is a really, really long time, you know, to, to really think about and conceptualize. But, you know, there are many people that step back today in today's world and look at Atlantis, uh, you know, is it myth? Is it, is it logic? Is it memorix? Is it something that we want to believe in? And what was the culture like? I think when folks, you know, read your book, they will have a sense of it. But there is a character in the book, in you know, the main character of the book, that you bring to the forefront. You know, tell us a little bit about who she is and a little bit about what her greatest challenge was uh, in Atlantis. Well, she was a priestess, or she was. When the book starts out, she's just being chosen to be to be trained as a priestess, um, and and her her biggest challenge then is she's she has been raised in this uh, community where she's probably been pretty much in a bubble, seeing only the light and beautiful side of Atlantis, but there is a a whole dark side, a whole uh, shadow side that has been repressed. And as the story begins, she's starting to get in touch with that. So the story is about her growing up and growing into herself as a priestess um, and understanding the dark side more and more as it goes on and how she decides to deal with it in the very end. The, 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 now, you ask about the culture. Uh, yeah. The way I saw it, uh, the the visions I was given, was that it was a, a combination. Like, um, there was very high uh, technology there. They had flying shuttlecraft. They had it, it, public transportation where they actually had shuttle ports, and you could pick a shuttlecraft and, like a bus. Uh, they had uh, what were called universal chips, which were implanted in their wrists when they were born, which basically uh, was a way to deal with everything. Like our iPhones at this point, where you you had um, your phone, your connection to everybody, your your clock, your calendar, every everything in there. But there was also a way that the government could control the people through the chips. Yeah. People felt safe as a result of those chips they were taken care of. So that was a huge part of, of the civilization. Yeah. I mean, when we look at this and when we take a look and step back, okay, and look at the character in the book and look at, you know, the people in the book and, you know, the forefront uh, or the landscape of what was happening, it's hard to imagine, it's hard for one to imagine that a civilization such as this is no longer in existence, right? Yeah. And I think that's been the problem for people. It's been, wait a minute, you know, is it possible that Atlantis did not exist? And, you know, the answer's got to be, wow, 
like so many people, so much money has been spent trying to, quote, find it, right? Mm-hmm. And it isn't this part of the, the challenge in the world we live in today where we're hopeful for something to exist in the world and, and at the same time, we leave it up to external, to other people to make that happen for us. You know, yeah. what, what is your sense on it? Uh, as far as the actual existence of Atlantis? Yes. Yes. Uh, to me, it, for me, it exists because I had this very strong, visceral, very strong yeah. reaction that changed my life, that put me on a trajectory that I just can't seem to get off of and I don't want to get off of. However, it it could be a metaphor for some people. I It, it, it could be a metaphor of... of how we need to look at our, ourselves and be more more honest and upfront and not try to hide the, the shadow side, the dark side, and, and, and bring the shadow side up to the forefront so we have a balance and a harmony rather than a than a, 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 a an unbalance where the, the dark is you know, back in the corner because you need to have both. You need to be able to look at both. You need to acknowledge both sides, and otherwise there is... A, 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 a schism that happens that can create a lot of problems, and so for me, it I I don't it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters if people believe in it or not, or it can just be a fun fantasy thing where they're looking for something else. They're looking for something beyond what they have today. But if it helps to shift into opening up to more ideas, then. So be it. I think that's a wonderful way to use the idea. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, in part of this is how to connect the dots. Because, you know, while we take a look at our past, and some people believe the past doesn't set any precedence for the future, there are things that we can look back at and know. There's this level of knowing for us, uh, you know, in the world. Things that we can call upon, just like you did in bringing this book to the forefront, you know, and say, well, wait a minute, you know, there's a legacy here. And what is that legacy? What is the legacy of Atlantis? What does it mean? Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, we're going to talk about this legacy. And legacy is a word that we are using quite often today in our society. But how can we look at this and know that there's not just something for us to learn now, but there's something else to do? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And, uh, you know, we have a very special gift that Paula has brought to the forefront for all of you. We'll tell you about that in a minute. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. 
Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie Deleuze at info at ronniedeleuzeonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie Deleuze, your partner in wellness. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit glennarice.com. Get into it for 2016. Do you want more prosperity, clarity, energy, and balance in your life? Join Lynn Brown now through March for one of her amazing workshops, each focusing on a key part of living your best life. For more information and to register for one of these amazing workshops, visit lynnbrownevent.com. That's lynnbrownevent.com. And get into it this 2016 with Lynn Brown. Beautiful, beautiful. Welcome back, everybody. Paula Bates joining me here today. You know, uh, as we've been talking about, of course, she is an author, but she's also an artist. Um, Paula, what's the best way for people to find out more about you? And also tell everyone about the music. What a sweet and precious giveaway you have for folks today. Thank you. Um, Yes, I, um, I am an artist and I have things on my website. My, uh, some, I have my art on my website. My website is paulabates.com. In addition, I, uh, so, so check it out. There's, there's several things on there so yeah. that you can check out several different types of art styles and uh, my metaphysical art. And, um, the giveaway I have is this CD that was made by some friends of mine who are musicians and fabulous musicians. They sat down and 
channeled the the CD in three hours. None of the music was written ahead of time or anything. They just put it together as a result of reading, doing readings from the book. The mm-hmm. music is very, very interesting, very uh, intense and melodic. Uh, there's some parts where it gets uh, getting into mourning about death, so it gets... Yeah. It's just it's just a gorgeous song, a gorgeous CD. Anyway, there's two downloads uh, or two uh, songs you can download, and that is at uh, paulabates.com/slash/atlanteanmusic/slash. Awesome. Thank you so much. You know, the let's talk about the book, and you know, I'm sure that people have read the book, they've had their own different perspective on it, their interpretation of it. You know, let's talk for a minute. What what have people said? You know, what's a general reaction uh, after reading the book? What I have found is that a lot of the people, I'd say probably most of the people who read the book, have some connection to Atlantis themselves. They feel drawn to it in one way or another. So what the reaction I have had is that people say, oh, I remember that, or, oh, that just really spoke to me. I just, the, uh, the scenes, I I love those scenes. Those, you, you, you described everything so well, I remember that. And so it's that kind of a memory coming back that, that is so cool to hear other people talking about. And I, 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 I just am so thrilled that people get their their memories triggered. Some people have said that they feel like there's some kind of energy portals in the book when they read it, and that, that perhaps I downloaded these uh, Atlantean energy portals in the book. I don't know if that happens or not, but, but that um, is something that some people have said. Uh, so it's, it's been, um, been just fun getting reactions from people. I think that maybe also some people have had other past lives triggered that aren't Atlantean, but the idea of past lives has triggered their other past lives or some of their other things that they're wanting to remember to bring forth for their own growth. Well, you know, I mean, this is really kind of the collective coming together on this. I mean, you know, perhaps that's one of the reasons that this was being brought forth by you you know, to be able to share uh, so so people can kind of connect the dots, right, about yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is, was that part of what you, what the goal might be here, to bring this story forth so that people can relate to it and come together, uh, you know, to, to understand the world better? What's your, what are your thoughts on that? Well, absolutely. And I think that my own opinion is that a lot of us here, in in our uh, civilization today, are uh, reincarnated from Atlantis or, or Atlanteans. So, you know, so if, if they it really did last two hundred thousand years, then a, a lot of us had a lot of chances to be to have lived in Atlantis, and the the culture was so powerful and so strong and so dominant in the world. It was the 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 main culture that uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome i think that uh people can get those things triggered through through these books i, I feel so uh, grateful yeah. that this was given to me I, I i have had to accept it because there's been times when i've said i don't know what i'm doing here and i don't know that i want to have these books out there and i 
but I, I've had to do it, and I'm really, really glad that I'm getting the kind of reactions I am. You know, and I, it's really interesting, too, that people are relating. What do you think has been the catalyst for folks? You know, what do you think that they are experiencing in the world today? You know, I know that one of the things that um, we talked about in the previous show with Deborah is is fear. And, you know, how fear literally can choke off our creativity, our imagination, you know, and even our ability to really take out into the world, like we do here on the show, messages of positivity. You know, as a matter of fact, you know, as Jessica would say, positivity rules. I mean, it is a, something that can be said this year that folks have, have felt that they weren't able to say in previous years. What do you think the timing of your book is about? I think you're absolutely right. I think that's in 2016, that's what one of the, the biggest things is to expand. We're in, we're expanding. And I think you've said that on your show before. That's what 2016 is about. It's about expansion. Well, to expand, you have to let go of your fear. You have to, you have to step outside of it. I mean, it may be there and you can use it as a friend and you can tap into some of the energy of it, at whatever, for various reasons. But it's, it's, it's something you have to step outside of. You have to put it outside of your spirit to, to be able to go forward. I think the books are telling us that, that if we focus on who we are as these divine beings, as spirits, as uh, these wonderful souls that, that we are, we can trust that we can, or that we have this connection to source, to God, to the universe, to goddess, however you want to uh, put that, right. that we are, each individual person is able to tap into that for ourselves, for our own inner trust, and that we do not have to go to the external to have the government or some external force take care of us. Right. Oh, boy, it is such a near year. Now you got me going. Now I'm a little fired up right here. Because, <laughs> you know, one of the things that we're talking about and talking about in our growth and expansive nature of things is a crowdfunding initiative, Take Back Talk Radio. And people have said to us, well, wait a minute, that doesn't sound very empowering, Take Back Talk Radio. And I had to step back and think about that. And I said, you know what? It really does. Because part of what's happening is the world of media is narrowing, 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 narrowing down in terms of choice that people have. And yeah. here we are, and we're expanding and saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is a way for all of us that are in the conscious, positive arena of media to come together and to stay together in collaboration, cooperation, and empowerment. So, yeah, there's a sense of this, an energy of taking back a venue, which was never meant. Radio was never meant to be owned by four companies, right? Media was never meant to be owned by four companies. And so isn't this the same idea, this level of empowerment that can be born from strength and kindness, Paula, right? Absolutely, absolutely, yes. And, and strength is born of kindness, I think, in many ways. Oh, that's a quote. Can I use that quote? <laughs> sure. That is, that is, Deborah. I hope you're listening. 
I love that because strength is really born of that, you know, but this is really what the message is here we're talking about. We can lead as individuals, as people, as listeners, as a host, as an author, as an artist. We can lead the way by the way we show up in the world, right? I mean, look at your art. Look at what you're doing. Look at the messages in your books. You know, look at what you're bringing to the forefront. Now, here's the question, Paula. If not now, then when? Exactly. Exactly. So you go and you do the next step. The next step. And to not get overwhelmed by the whole picture, but to do the next step and just keep it in front of you. And and it's all right. If there's other things that seem to be out there bothering you, flitting around, just do the next step because that's all there is. That's all there is. It's the present. It's the next step. And that's where the, the energy is, is in the present. That's right. Okay. So let's talk about this and let's talk about it as it relates to, you know, the Atlantean legacy. Um, how would you describe this culture? Were they a culture of possibilities or were they a culture of limitation? You know, was this a culture of expansiveness or was this a culture of restrictiveness, restricted energy? Yes, it was, it was both. They had begun as one of expansiveness of a, a culture that, that was, had this wonderful technology. They got their uh, energy from crystals. Uh, there, there was it's all renewable resources. There was, it, it, it had uh, unlimited potential. But then there was this uh, situation that had happened in the background having to do with control and uh, uh, various things that happened in the government that created uh, a situation where there were actually some wars. And as those wars came in, then people... Uh, weren't trusting anymore and they became so so the expansiveness that was originally in the culture started to shut down uh, and uh, they were they were kept more in in control and they didn't even know they were being controlled most of them didn't even realize it at all they just took everything for granted okay so yeah all right so let's fast forward to where we are today right right okay where we are today is is that really different from where we are today i mean let's just talk about it for a hot second you know i was sitting here the other day and i was watching a you know a little television or something and i actually don't even know why and within a 6 minute period uh i was watching something and it, it and it was telling me that first of all I'm probably part of an aging group of people in this culture. I'm probably not going to be able to walk very far. And if I do walk very far, I may fall down. And if, <laughs> if then I do fall down, I may have to go take a pill, potion, or lotion in order for me to get up and function in the world. Oh, and by the way, if that doesn't work for you, then how about taking some kind of pill because I'm not going to remember how to do the rest? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we're being fed that that sort of thing all the time. And we take it for granted. We just take it in, and and even people who realize that they're that it's out there. When you watch it, when you're watching television, you're in a hypnotic trance. I don't know if people realize that, but you're in a hypnotic trance when you're watching television. So anything that comes in at you is going into that subconscious level, whether you realize it or not. So to to sit there and watch it, even though you you realize that uh, you know I I don't like commercials, I don't like that stuff. The stuff's still coming in, so so my my sense is that you need to protect yourself and, and 
tape it and fast forward through those commercials or however, and also watch the content of your of your television shows, what you're watching, because you, you take that in. You take it in on a level that you don't even realize you're taking it in, and that's part of the control thing that you're talking about. Yeah, it is, because, you know, here we are, and um, and now let's just talk about how we fast forward to making the changes. You know, let's talk about uh, the fact that you and I are having this conversation. The book is written for a reason. You know, is it a reason so that, you know, the listeners are tired of me talking about the media and talking about this? Well, we're actually doing something about it. Take Back Talk Radio is one of the initiatives, but also we're also launching positivity rules as a movement where people can call in and leave positive messages. But this is really, too, for you, a message for a call to action as well. This is not just simply about let's wonder whether Atlantis existed or not or what the culture was about. Let's fast forward to where we are today, Paula, because there is a message here. And, and I, the, the word message just doesn't really say it. There's actually a call to action that we can have as individuals, right? There are yes. things we can do, aren't there? Yes, absolutely. Now, for me, the call to action has been to get out there and, and work on getting my book out there because I tend to be a quiet person. I'm an artist. I'm a therapist. I, I kind of am, am in my own little little circle in my own. I'm not someone who's out in the public yeah. on a regular basis. So this has been a real expansive uh, stretch for me, which is great. I mean, that's the main message I've been getting, that whatever happens, it's, it's, a, it's a really excellent growth thing for me. And that's what I think all of us are being given in this 2016 are these opportunities to expand. Now, we can say no to it, but that's no fun. I mean, <laughs> you want to speak of it that way. It's, no, it's no. And, you know, here's what Deborah and I were talking about. We actually cannot say no to it. Well, that's not true. We can But what if we try to say no to the flow? See, this is what 16 is about. 16 is about the flow. Right. And yeah. there are some of us really have had to really work seriously hard in 15 to get to the place where we're so eager for the flow. Right. Not the yeah. no. Yeah. And and so what part of us, Paula, what part of us has this no going on, this resistance going on that we don't even understand? You know, every time we have an idea that we don't take action on, every time that somebody smiles at us, we don't smile back. You know, things like as simple as that, how can they help us open up to create a new way? Yes, uh, to let go of the fear. That seems to be a big part of, uh, of the message that's here in these books is to let go of the fear, to trust in the goodness of uh, and the benevolence of the universe and of this creation and to trust in our own sensibilities and what we can do instead of uh, saying uh, listening to the negative self-talk that we get internally and externally that says you can't do it what do you think you're doing you're too old for that you're too you're 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 not good enough for that you're not smart enough you don't have the right degrees you don't have whatever it takes to do that when those are just yammering voices and to let those go yeah just get into the the flow with the heart yeah yeah i mean let's talk about past lives in general if we could okay right um 
you know, we've heard that thanks to Brian, of course, and you and so many others, we're now able to talk about past lives. As a matter of fact, you know, I can't remember what it is, but there's like a, a new television show out that's on the, you know, one of the, the, uh, the channels that, the, you know, most, most of us as adults, we don't watch. It's like, I think it's the CW or something. And it's like the, the legends of somebody or other. And so there are these two characters in there that literally are all about past lives. So here we have a very contemporary, oh, and by the way, you know, we're talking about superhero type people, right? Mm -hmm. Here we are. And two of the characters in the stories are all about past lives. So there was a whole storyline on past lives. I actually watched it because I got an email from somebody saying, this is how past lives show up in contemporary times. It's now on the TV. Boy, have we come a long way. What do you make of something like that, Paula? I think that's really great. That's one of the, the you know, TV, as we were talking about it, is a double-edged sword. But one of the yeah. things that has been happening is that we have been having a lot of these stories that are that are metaphysical and paranormal, and which is, is that making it become more of a norm that it allows people to to think in terms of being psychic, of, of being intuitive, of, of following spirit in a way that's, that's being more accepted. And I think all of that is coming from a place of just pure entertainment. I think that right. the, this, it's the spirit's dri- driving a lot of that. And there's right. also the, 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 the negative part, too, that, you know, the demons and the, all the negative kind of paranormal stuff that's out there, too. And some of that's just too much for me, but I think that that's one way to bring up the shadow side and to release that. So I think that there's some really fabulous stuff happening on television right now that's that's allowing us to expand and allowing this stuff to be part of our culture on a really regular daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that is like an example. Uh, We have had times in our society where things have been brought to the forefront for us to be aware of. But, you know, what I think people are experiencing now is the creative way that they're bringing to the forefront. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not like, you know, we're looking at a news story or, of course, people are focusing on what's going on in the news and going on internationally and war and law and all of the above. But it's fascinating that the creative energy that's happening in the forefront of whether it be movies or television are really capturing some of the essence of these things. You know, Mm -hmm. is this now just like you writing a book? Is this another way that people are being channeled to bring a a different consciousness to the forefront? Oh, I I believe that. I think think you hit the nail on the head with that. I think that's that's exactly... What's happening? Where this is this is being brought forth? It's it's not an accident that these things are coming through now, and it is allowing us to have that creativity. When you say uh, we talk about intuition, one of the things they say is your imagination is your strongest tool when you, when you're being intuitive. So to, to allow these people to really get into their imagination and their creativity is a, is really a way to open up our intuitions on a really large scale. 
Oh, I love it. Let's talk about intuition and imagination. You know, one of the things that we talked about earlier today on the radio was, you know, I, I, I had said to folks, we're going to talk about the five A's and then we're going to talk about the five I's. And I here's what I didn't realize. I got a message from one of the listeners. I love our listeners. Oh, my God, they're so cool. And I, and I got a message from them and they said, wait a minute, Pat. They said, do you know what you said? And I said, no, I got the five A's and the five I's. And they said, oh, A-I. And I, <laughs> no, I didn't plan that. Absolutely did not plan that. You know, you know, because I said, these are the five A's and these are the five I's. And intuition was one of them, imagination another. And I said, we are now at an exponentially expansive nature of these five A's and five I's. And that's really for me now information that was given to me over the weekend i didn't put those dots together but that's why i say we have the best listeners on the planet <laughs> right you can't plan that just like you could not have planned to bring this story to the forefront could you no not at all not at no. all and i was just so uh as as i was going through it i was so thrilled at the information i felt like wow i'm just really where i want to be and it was it was really fun to be in there writing that story and it gets you know like i said i, I enjoyed writing it because it's 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 got romance and it's got the, the love interest and it's got a lot of stuff and it's got your te- technology and your you know the, everything go, going down and uh, it, it, it could be one of those tv shows too i think Absolutely be one of the TV shows. I also think it could be one of those video games, too. And it really does. And a very, very powerful message. Um, Thank you so much for today. Let's take a moment, if we could, Paula. Um, Also, would love for you to give out your website again, talk about the music, and let, you know, introduce people to your art because it's just beautiful. Thank you. Uh, Yes, so my website is paulabates.com. And the the music, of course, for the for the download for those songs is uh, paulabates dot com slash Atlantean music slash um, my art. Uh, I I have a, a whole gamut of work. I started out when I was younger doing more uh, traditional oil paint paintings, which are on on my website. But now I'm doing more metaphysical art. It's it's mixed media, which is when you know when you use different medi- mediums all on one uh, canvas. Um, and I allow that to come through. People have asked me if I channel my art, and, and I have been told. Actually, it was Deborah. I had a reading from her one time. She told me that um, that I had this council of guides who helped me with that work, and that made sense to me because what I do when I do the work is I close my eyes and I. I pick the next color, and I and I see another image come through, and and I put it all together. So, so for me, it makes the work very powerful, and and a theme will come through, and and at the end, the last thing I give it is its name, which kind of like is like the ri- ribbon on the package. So wow. yeah, so thank you for letting me talk about my art because I it's I, beautiful. It's beautiful. And for those of you out there, please check it out. You can go to paulabates.com is the website. And uh, again, download the music. Thank you so much, Paula, for today. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show. And thank you for writing a fabulous book. 
Thank you so much for having me on the show. I've had a wonderful time. Yeah, and boy, I'll tell you, we've connected some dots here today. For those of you out there, if you want to find out more about us, go to the drpatshow.com or transformationtalkradio.com. We've made it really easy for you to download our app. You can take us with you wherever you go. We love, love, love you all. We'll see you tomorrow. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.